Hi everybody, it's American Whiskey Jesus, and I'm here with... Mardina Flummery. And it's time for you to drink with us. Uh, and that means today we're drinking Nika Coffee Grain Whiskey, which is just a name full of things that I'm going to have to explain, right? Yes, absolutely, because right. I've been really restraining myself from just imagining coffee as in right. my morning coffee right. every single time I think about the name of this whiskey. And it literally has nothing to do with coffee the drink. I'll just tell you before we get to this, uh, that I chose this because we haven't done many Japanese whiskeys on the show, and I think of this as a pretty good way for people to have a Japanese whiskey in their cabinet that is good, sort of scratches the itch for Japanese whiskey, and isn't super duper expensive. So I like little, the sound of all of that. Yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So, uh, Nika Coffee Grain Whiskey. Um, right to it. Open that bottle. Yeah, I think we should. Oh. Okay, it's, it's a screw top. Screw top. Don't I let that, that throw you. Don't let so that throw you. So convenient. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. I'm pouring one for... Little Glen Cairn glasses. Of course, gotta have those. Freshly polished. That's right. You know, lightly wiped with a paper towel, whatever. Well, either way. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, okay, this is... Um, before we get into anything specific about it, I'm just taking a look. It's got a nice gold color. Yeah, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, when you nose your whiskey with your Glen Cairn, if you don't have a Glen Cairn, get one. But whatever you got, you're, you're cool. Don't put your whole nose in there. Just kind of... All kinda, right, fine. And, Ca- you know. caught me nosing it again. That's okay. That's all right. Uh, just kind of put it up, touch the bottom lip of the glass to your top lip and breathe in with both your nose and your mouth and you will smell more. Delicate. Well, it's got a nice, uh, you know, I'd call it a pronounced nose. It's, it's really there. You can smell it. But it smells great. You've got it a lot of sweet wonderful. notes. I agree. Sort of sweet and mild. Yep. All right. You, are we tasting? Smells oh, great. Oh, hold tasting? on. Oh. Slancha. Slancha. Or kampai in Japanese. Oh, I like that. Kampai. 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 All right. Okay. Okay. Mmm. This is one of the sweeter whiskeys we've had. Well, there's a reason for that. Okay, lay it on me. This is about 95% mm. corn as the mash bill. So it's like a bourbon. It's a lot like a bourbon. In fact, if this were made in the U.S., it would be a bourbon. As long as it was, uh, you know, based on everything that goes into producing this, it would be bourbon. So would you say this is a bourbon-style Japanese whiskey? Or how do they yeah. have a phrasing so for that? So grain, grain whiskey. So grain whiskey. so let's talk about, I think we need to straighten out. By the way, I think it's uh, quite good. I think you're going to like it. I've been steadily sipping while Whiskey Jesus mm-hmm. is starting to get ready to tell you facts. Okay, so let's, let's break it down. I think we sort of break this down from top to bottom. Nika mm-hmm. is the... Um, Distillery, which is in uh, actually way up in the in the north in Hokkaido, hmm. which is that if you're even vaguely familiar with the geography of Japan, there's which I am not. Which, well, I'll just do. It's I like could Google a map. Spoiler alert: There's four major islands. All right. And there's one at the top. That's the one in the north, Hokkaido, and that's where that's where Nika is from. They they actually have big mountains and snow and cows and it's kind of an unusual part of japan that sounds beautiful it is beautiful um okay but so nika is, is the distillery mm-hmm. and so let's talk about coffee so well, hold on hold on is yeah. nika a family name or does it mean something uh, i don't know what it means um it could mean anything and let me see if there's anything on, on the if i can read the kanji or anything i don't see anything. it's just kind of like there's some uh, a little know, bit of copy on the back you know there. it's kind of like saying well yeah what does jim beam mean well, but I guess I would say that's a name. Or do, do, you, do you remember that scene? There's a scene in Pulp Fiction. What? what remind me. So, so the, when uh, Bruce Willis's character, who's named Butch, okay, is in the cab with uh, Esmeralda Villalobos, <laughs> the cab driver, and she says, "It means the the village of the wolves." And she says, "Your name, Butch. What does it mean?" He says, "I'm American, honey. Our names don't mean shit." <laughs> So maybe Nika just means just means really good a whiskey. place that I don't know. Um, anyway, okay, I'm about to blow your mind in a way that I completely already told you I was going to do. All right, I'm going to take another drink and then. Oh I'm yeah, ready. get ready, get ready. All maybe right. I should too. Yeah, down the hatch. Mm. Mm. Okay, if you've noticed. Oh, by the way, we we will get your thoughts on the on the bottle here in a minute. I I have thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you looked at the label, it it's not coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E. It's C-O-F-F-E-Y. My brain keeps wanting to make, to make it have it, something to do with coffee. Right. It's so, just not a word you see that much except coffee. Yeah, right. So this is a name. This mm. is the name of a guy who invented a still. There's the name. The coffee still. Oh, and so like, he's Mr. Coffee. Mr. Coffee. And he invented the still. He is Mr. Still. Coffee. 
yeah, Mr. Coffee. Mr. Coffee. Uh, that's right. So he invented a still. Oh. And it is uh, kind of like the stills they use for, this is technical stuff. It's a continuous still. It's not a pot still. You know, those really cool Dr. Seuss-looking pot stills that yes. you see in Scotch. So this is not that. This is like a big, t a big tall tower that the thing goes up. Anyway, so it's just a different kind of still. Uh, it is very common to use a similar still to this in making bourbon, so it's not really oh, a surprise that you would use it but for this. they clearly thought it was important enough that yeah. they named their whiskey after this type of still. Actually, these two coffee stills were brought to Yoichi or Nika in the 60s from Scotland. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, so the whiskey maker went to Scotland yep. and got the still they mm -hmm. wanted and brought it back. Oh, yep. interesting. That's right. This coffee, this particular coffee still, for whatever reason. I guess they wanted to make a more bourbon-like expression is my take. So I feel like I'm starting to learn a little bit about the history mm -hmm. of Scotch-style whiskey mm -hmm. in Japan. Or yeah. bourbon style, for that matter. Well, so here's the thing. So one of the, one of the things that people always talk about is the word whiskey. Literally, every... Every name in the every word in the name of this whiskey is a conversation we can have. Yeah. Because you'll also notice that th this is spelled W H I S K Y, mm -hmm. whereas mm -hmm. in America, of course, we spell it with an E K E Y. This really perplexed me. Yeah. When I first started drinking whiskey, yeah. and when you chose your nickname of American Whiskey Jesus, and there was no E in there, yeah. I was so confused. Well, it's be. It's be, there's actually some really good reasons behind this. Yeah. As we continue to sip here, <laughs> we're gonna take a, everyone take a break yeah. and just sip. Take a drink. Take a drink. Take a breath. Mmm. I feel like I I think we closed the door on the coffee part of this. Okay, so Nika, we don't know. It's it just, just a place. It doesn't mean shit. It's the name. Uh, coffee is the guy who invented the, the still, still that in this Scotland. Is made. Yep. The Mr. Scottish, coffee. Mr. The coffee. Scottish gentleman who. Yeah. Okay. Grain is the grain. Next word. Should we talk about grain? Sure. You okay. tell me it's mostly corn. It is. One of the biggest sources of confusion is when people hear malts and grains. So a malt whiskey is, so like a single malt, which you often hear that term. Right. Uh, a malt whiskey is 100% barley. Okay. A grain whiskey, it kind of is implied that it's a mix of grains. But what it really means in the context of, usually in the context of scotch, is that it's not an all barley whiskey. Okay, interesting. It's so, like code. It is a bit. It's like it is a bit. Secret whiskey code. So, and then actually, one of the things that makes blends for some people less desirable is that even a Scottish blend will mix malt whiskey, which is made 100% of barley, barley, with grain whiskeys that are maybe a bit of everything, a little bit of grain mystery meat. Why would that be considered less? Well, be, well, it's certainly less typical of Scotch, right? Okay. To, to have something other than than just malted barley. Mm -hmm. So a grain whiskey, it's a little bit like, it's a like, it's a really broad definition. It could be kind of anything, really. It tends to be stu something that has a, at least a significant amount of corn, but that's not the definition. But not necessarily yeah. so. So you could call something a grain whiskey and could it have zero corn? Yeah, it could have oats. It could have anything. Oats. Yeah, okay. could any, it could literally, it's like mystery meat. Quinoa whiskey. Could. <laughs> That must exist, right? That's got to exist. <laughs> All right. You need to hunt down Some a quinoa, quinoa whiskey and we'll drink it. All right. Yeah. We certainly will. Yeah. I mean, I, I drink mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I know that. <laughs> I mean, Jesus, I know that. Yeah. Um, All right. So, we all right. Know. So it's a grain whiskey, but in this case, I happen to know that it's about 95% corn so it, and only 5% barley. Mm. So this is heavy duty corn whiskey right they've just they've chosen to label grain and what happens a lot of times is that if you have uh, from a big company if you have a, a whiskey that isn't a single malt um, they may just label it as a grain whiskey because they've mixed some single malts with some grain they usually don't sell it separately like this so it's sort of an interesting one Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. And then, so, did I distract you when you were starting to talk about whiskey we're with talking an about, E? We're talking about whiskey with an E. All right, yeah. so here's, here's what happened. Yeah. The word is Scottish, right? So the, the reason that I went with W-H-I-S-K-Y is because I really feel that Scotland is the mm. spiritual center of the whiskey world. The birthplace. It is, the birthplace. Um, and and I, I would say if there was one, you know, if, if aliens said we're going to destroy all your whiskey regions except one, you would save Scotland. I'd save Scotland. And there, they don't use an E. And there, they don't use E. So I'm just saying. So at its like purest form, oldest, yeah. purest, no E. Sure. But then here's what happened. Mm -hmm. 
So, of course, at the same time, and I have a, a sentimental attachment to Ireland as well, mm-hmm. there, was, there was whiskey in Ireland. Right. And at some stage in the 19th century, the Scottish whiskey industry was producing terrible crap. And in fact, they were doing a lot of grain whiskeys mixed in with the single malts and that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So it wasn't very good. So the Irish said, we have to have a way to distinguish our product from this crap coming out of Scotland. And what what era was this? This is like the 19th century, end of the 19th century. Okay. And so they said, well, we're going to spell it with an E. Which is not a very creative Way solution. Way to stand out, yeah, right? Irish. Right. They couldn't call it like Flunderbung. Would you buy a bottle of Flunderbung? Maybe. I mean, or the next thing they thought of. So anyway, they called it whiskey with an E. The American whiskey industry was influenced by the Irish take on things lots of irish immigrants lots of irish immigrants yeah sure and so for whatever reason just went with that but the japanese whiskey industry has been very much in the in the scottish mold okay so generally speaking yeah uh scotland and japan Mm -hmm. no e Mm -hmm. ireland and america with an Mm -hmm. e and what about Canada. I think Canada goes with the E. Am I mistaken about that? Let me. We'll I'm just going to do a little, do a little, little crown he- royal, heavy duty online research, <laughs> aka. And uh, so I'm also AKA wondering. Google search. Google search. Right. Let me Google that for you. Um, I'm also wondering about other countries. Oh, C- Canadian, Canadian goes whiskey without an E as well. No E. That's what I thought, but I didn't want to. You know. How exciting! Besmirch the Canadian. I feel like we need to make a little chart. It's a pretty small chart. I do like charts, though. They're All right, so let's make it. and tidy. All right, I have a, in my hand a marker <laughs> right. Ooh, and a big pad of paper. Sketchbook. That's right. I'm All, gonna, right. All right, that's your assignment. Okay, thank <coughs> you. I'm on it. These are the, the five major whiskey nations of the world. United States, in no, in no particular order. United States, Scotland, Ireland, Japan, and Canada. But who else? What other countries are making whiskey? Well, there must be a few. There are a few. And, one, and notably, one is um, India. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. India. India. Yeah, India. Which one of these Why days? Not? One of these days we're going to have an Indian whiskey for oh, sure. Oh, I would love to do that. But there's a couple of really good ones. So what are they doing? Which? I think they are without an E as without well. Without an E. I think so, yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so Merdina, Merdina's got this I'm making a high-tech chart. With pen and paper. Scott. Lund. Scotland is no E, of course. Japan. Uh-huh. <laughs> and over with the whiskey with an E, we start with Ireland. Ireland, the U.S. And U.S. Don't forget, and don't over Canada. here is Canada, Canada yep, right? Yep. And do we know where I should be putting India? Well, let's find out. We'll just, right. we'll just More high-tech research here, a.k.a. Googling it. Uh, no, no E. e. <laughs> what about Australia? They don't count. What? Poor Australia. All right, we so mean. You and Australia. Okay, he's on it. Uh, what do we got? Noe! No I, th- I think we're seeing a pattern here. It's kind of like British. um, Britishness. The, the metric system versus the... <laughs> the other system. What, the other system. Yeah. What are we, we're the ones who use it. What was we're the it only one. called? The system. The system. Yeah. The regular system. Americans. Really, is what we Don't you know that? This is a, I mean, this is a fantastic chart. All right, this chart is obviously going to get posted on Twitter by Merdina. And if I ever started my started the Instagram and for Instagram, podcast, that's happening. Someday, that's someday happening. it will happen. That's happening soon. Um, so We're drinking. Here's the thing that I think, um, well, I don't really know the barrel. I, I can, if I had to guess... Smelling. What kind of barrel? What kind of wood? Well, Where did oak. this wood Shirley grow? Oak. oak. Shirley Probably oak. Japanese oak. Japanese um, Shirley oak. Well, I don't think it's a... See, here's another thing that is different from bourbon. Okay. And I actually think you could probably pick this up if you concentrated. Ooh. You you probably can't smell a ton of the vanilla-y, caramelly notes that you probably get from a bourbon. True. You're I right. Think, I think that's because these were in uh, mm-hmm. maybe... Um, 
barrels that have been used before. I mean, they're, or they could be charred in a slightly different way, or just whatever. So, so I, that, I don't know this for sure, but... That caramel, vanilla, mm-hmm. oaky mm-hmm. kind of smell or taste, you're getting that in bourbon. Mostly because of the barrels. Is that is that what's happening in a Chardonnay, like a California Chardonnay? Are they using new oak barrels? Sometimes, yeah. Because that they will yeah. typically have those same yeah. that same profile of flavor. That's, okay. that's what it is, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So now I'm curious what these barrels held before. They held mystery, Japanese mysteries. They held people's attention. <laughs> the, certainly, the people making the barrels held their. T- I hope. I well, yeah, you I mean, would certainly hope presume. so. I mean, I, this seems like a whiskey that was made with a lot of care. A lot of care. Lot so of care. I could see that. Um, the thing about Japanese whiskey these days has it's gotten a little crazy out there. It's gotten a little crazy. It is crazy. Okay, you were the one yes. who got me drinking Japanese whiskeys, like. Mm-hmm. How, a, a, Five years ago, five six say, years ago, give yeah. or take. Yeah, um, just ha- before it went nuts. I hadn't really been a whiskey drinker before. You started occasionally mm-hmm. bringing it over or ordering it with confidence mm-hmm, at bars, mm-hmm. yep. and I glommed on. And it was really Japanese whiskeys were my first whiskeys. Mm-hmm. So I still feel very affectionate toward them. But boy, are they hard to find in the stores anymore? Yeah, and and the one when they come in and they get overpriced, it really defeats the purpose of these whiskeys because. Uh, when a you know like a Yamazaki makes its way in and people are trying to you know charge two hundred and something dollars for it, it is really one of these things where you're like this. I, I feel like this has gone from this great whiskey that belongs in the you know let's say hundred dollar range to something that's just it's just annoying. Yeah, it's anno- it hasn't gotten any better. It's just. It's just now two hundred dollars, or or impossible to find. Yes, exactly, and 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 that's going to turn me off, especially when there's such a, a huge family of whiskeys to move on to, and, mm-hmm. and you've helped me find so many other great whiskeys. Yeah, this one I think is a, a really drinkable one. I, I will say that if you like the the cla- the classic Japanese interpretation of a Scottish single malt, this isn't that. I see. This okay. is not that, okay. right? So as I think about it, if you're looking for a substitute for the good old Yamazaki or or um, I think of those Akushu as being or something like that. much drier. Than this? Yes. Yeah, they definitely are. I mean, those are really a very faithful and skillful attempt to take what's great about scotch and do it in just a slightly different way in a Japanese context. I see. And they're, you know, excellent at it. Right? Yeah, I mean, sure. th- this is a one of the, the most, I don't know, I guess it's one of the strengths of Japan as a country is the ability to, to really successfully adapt something and make it you know, different or better or put a, a unique spin on it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And they definitely did that. And yeah. just such a high level of quality. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, that, all that. So this isn't that. So now I think about it, maybe we'll need to do another Japanese whiskey soon. Okay. That sits in that niche of that your Japanese fun. whiskey and, go-to. And, yeah. and sort of dig a little bit more into yeah. the whole Japanese whiskey industry. So um, speaking of prices and availability, is this one fairly easy to find in the u.s you're gonna you're gonna be able to find this one and i think the price is like 65 70 bucks okay so this is a so nice pr- kind of low to mid-range price yeah, pretty, and easy to find pretty reasonable Good. i think there was a version of this maybe a year or two ago that was more expensive and i don't really remember um the flavor profile of that compared to this but i, I think this is roughly the same okay. as that one so not a big standout no no i mean more. if i you know here's the thing mm-hmm. if i taste this Mm-hmm. I think it was done very, very nicely. I kind of wish it had a little more complexity in the taste. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. It doesn't seem like it's changed at all as I'm drinking it. Yes. Like I don't. I'm not getting anything more than I got on the very first sip, which is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, or you know, a lot of times with a good bourbon, mm. you'll do that thing we talked about where you take a sip. And then you kind of hold it on the front of your tongue for a couple seconds and then let it kind of swirl around in your mouth. So let's okay. try that. Oh, all right. We'll try it as a little experiment, see if we get more flavor from it. I mean, I, I, I think it does have a lot of flavor. It just doesn't have a lot of it just doesn't have a lot of different flavors. I agree with that. It's a strong strong on the palate, a nice, you know, the finish is good. It doesn't disappear on you, but yeah. You know. I like it. I think I like a lot it. of people are going to like it, too. I think it's easy to like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, I'm, so I've, been, I've been admiring the bottle. Um, it's not the most exciting bottle we've seen. It's 
fine. It's not showy. It's not showy. It's very neat and tidy. Mm-hmm. It's it, the color of the label is a little odd for me. Salmon. It's yeah. Would salmon. you describe it as salmon? Salmon almost verging into mauve. Um, I don't know what that is. I don't know either. I just yeah, made it up. It's mauve. It's confidence. That's right. Um, you know, it has you some it. has some information on the back. I I I don't want to diss it. It's fine. Yeah. It's a neat and tidy bottle. It's a neat and tidy whiskey. <laughs> it's a clean, well-lighted bottle. Is that, exactly. what, you're, is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like it, actually. There's something about it. It almost looks like it's, um, what am I trying to say? It looks like a bottle of old-timey medicine. Oh, a little bit. Which makes it fun. Yeah, that is kind of cool. Yeah. So um, my old house that I lived in was 100 and something years old. And uh, when I went to dig up the backyard, because I was doing kind of a gardening project, dug down about 12 inches. That's what it was, a gardening project. Gardening. It wasn't burying anything. You know what? I called you in the middle of the night to help me garden. And that's what we're sticking with. uh It said, it's 3 a.m., Whiskey Jesus, come and help me garden. I'm like, all right, Um, So we dug up. Uh, with uh, by the help of flashlights in that back corner of the yard and it was really truly it was interesting that about 12 inches down there were a whole bunch of medicine bottles mm-hmm. little glass right cool looking little bottles that were right. clearly a hundred ish years old it, imagine if they had whiskey in them that would, that would have, have been, been the, quite the fine they were sadly best. all empty i was studying all of them to, for dregs of yeah. medicines i mean that would have been the best discovery ever <laughs> You know? Oh, I found all this old whiskey. So what whiskey would people have buried 100 years ago in Los Angeles? A hundred years ago would have been right at the time of... So we've got a story here. We've got a story cooking. Yeah. It would have been right at the beginning of Prohibition. So you would have buried your whiskey. So that it wouldn't get caught so in the raid or get, your you know, teetotaling wife right. would confiscate oh, yeah, that's it and really pour what it, it down the That's sink. what it would have yeah. been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I hate to say it, but it probably wouldn't have been very good, <laughs> this whiskey. <laughs> Good enough to bury oh, well, and, sure. hi- and hide from your Bible-thumping wife. Because as far as you know, there's never ever going to be any more. <laughs> the right. Prohibition could go on forever as far as you know. How sad. What a terrible thought. I mean, can you imagine, like, okay, we're just prohibiting all alcohol forever. By constitutional amendment. We cannot get squat done in this country anymore. But in those days, 100 years ago, they could pass a constitutional amendment banning alcohol. Right. We could not ban... I, I don't even know. Like, we, we couldn't ban... Assault weapons, ass- for instance. For example. <laughs> we couldn't ban any... We couldn't ban something even more less controversial per- than that. Personal possession of nuclear weapons. Right. We could not get that done. We could not... If there was such a thing as, like, a uh, psychotic, flame-eyed dog that hated people and tried to kill people, yes. we couldn't get that banned as a pet. No. By constitutional amendment I agree today. with that. You know, so, that just wouldn't work. So somehow, though, 100 it. years ago... They're like, hey, let's do this crazy all, all thing. All the old white guys with their Bible-thumping wives agreed. Well, I think that they, that was, they were severely henpecked into that. <laughs> They're like, yeah, what she said. That's, I'm just imagining. You know what, though? Didn't, didn't especially... No, I'm sure men, too, but especially women in the 19th century drank a lot of medicine. And yes. I'm doing air quotes. So right. they were basically drinking alcohol yes. in little medicine bottles. Yeah, people drank a ton in the 19th century, all day long. I mean, it kind of makes sense when you think about mental illness and depression right. and ailments and how little mm-hmm. recourse and un- even understanding there was for all of that. Yeah. There was nothing to do no. but to get drunk. No, and, and so people drank all day, um, People, but and not just like madmen. You know, where right. it's like, hey, let's have a highball and yeah. sit At here five and o'clock or smoke and be moody. Um, men, women, and children drank all day long. They drank hard liquor all day long, and it wasn't very good. Like, what we drink now is excellent mm. in general. Any, anything produced by a you know, major distiller today is very, very good. The production process is very, very good. They, they didn't. That's not what they had. Though. Well, probably a lot, especially during Prohibition, a lot of bathtub well, gin that, and all of that, too. Moonshine. E- even before that, though, yeah, was yeah. Terrible. Still bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not all of it, but a, a lot of it was. And so you have to think, like, you would, have get, you, you would get tired after a while of people just being rip-snorting drunk all the damn time <laughs> everywhere you went. Or, you know? or were they? I, I don't know. Maybe was they built up a, a lot of buzz problems. that just kind of carried you through the day. <laughs> you know, have you ever have you ever had one of those great evenings with friends? Yes. 
where you get your drinking just right. You don't drink too much. You don't drink too mm -hmm. little. You get mm -hmm. into that kind of nice, relaxed mm -hmm. state where you're suddenly eloquent right. and your friends are very good looking. And right. you're just... You're that's, just I, by the way, that's a requirement <laughs> for me. You're just I, exuding goodwill right. toward goodwill all to fellow all, humans. All humans. I love hitting that moment, but yeah. it's really hard. Usually either 10 minutes later, I'm sober and I want to go to bed. Right. Or 10 minutes later, I've had too much. And my and you're head slapping is swimming, and suddenly I'm dancing. And, and slapping a waiter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, really just laying it on but him. But every once in a while. Like I mean, I she made a waiter cry one time. <laughs> it was really, it was disgraceful. You know what? I think it was because of the poetry. But, right. He was already emotionally sort of verklempt when you hit him. Yeah. Well, I and hit him with, with poetry. With love. It was a loving. Poetic. Poetic hit. No, but wait, where was I? You were talking about the every 19th century. Every once in a while. No, every, oh. one, no, every once in a while you hit that kind of uh, golden moment mm -hmm, of mm -hmm. tipsiness mm -hmm. where you've got the right ratio to like grilled cheese sandwiches and whiskey right. to just be in that zone of I'm a little bit tipsy and I love everybody and I'm going to stay there. So here's my theory. All right. My theory is that America had that in the 19th century. <laughs> right. And they, then in the 20th century, all day long. Yeah. it was like when you sobered up slash got too drunk okay. and then people were like okay this this has got to stop we now have two states <laughs> we're either super sober that's right or super drunk so we need to sleep it off for about 15 years <laughs> with prohibition and then maybe and then tomorrow reboot. we'll have another drink yeah that's probably sense. what happened yeah. all right candy pairing oh yes all so right, merdina my... okay as as some of you know merdina is a genius when it comes to Looking in the vast library of candy that she has. And I love restocking it. matching it to the whiskey that we're drinking. And um, that's where we are. We're ready to, to try it. So we're yes. going to tell you. I don't know what it is. It's always I have it held in, in her my special Crown bag. Royal cloth bag, which I always use for toting my candy about town. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, so Whiskey Jesus told mm. me that we were going mm. to be drinking the Nika coffee grain whiskey. Mm. And actually, I don't know if you followed this, but you tweeted... Mm about the, your whiskey choice and right. challenged me to find the candy I pack. did, yes. And one of our friends, one of our Twitter friends, yep. um, actually commented, his name is, uh, his Twitter handle is Back East Photo. Right. At Back East Photo. Yep. And um, he, he's fun to interact with. And I actually did a deep Oops. surveillance on Back East Photo. Did you? Found out his name is John. John, you're being stalked. Yeah. I, okay. I clicked one button on the Flickr. Okay. That's and there not was the name. Much of a stalking. No, it really isn't. So our friend John uh, said that this whiskey has a bit of sweetness to it, so I wouldn't exactly go marzipan with the pairing. And I hear you on that. You don't necessarily want a sweet, sweet whiskey. Yeah. And a sweet, sweet It's candy. not about matching the taste. It's about somehow complementing. Sometimes I like a little bit of a thematic match, yeah. gently so, but mostly yeah. I'm going for really what's going to taste good. Right. So I went for both this time. A little bit of theme okay, and a little bit of flavor. And I got Ooh, a Japanese dark chocolate Kit Kat. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, this is uh, once again, this box in Japanese says, uh, Otona no masa. Adult sweetness. <laughs> I was hoping you would do some translation yeah. adult for us. Sweetness. Adult, adult sweetness. <laughs> I love it. All right, I'm, uh, I'm going to set up a photo here while you translate the packaging for us. Yeah, it's basically saying it's not overly sweet. Like for kids, you know, they like it super duper sweet. Right. Otona no amasa is adult sweetness. That, I actually like that they figured that out. Yeah. That adults don't want something that's right. marzipan, that, as John said. That's right. Yeah. Um, so that's what we're talking about here. All right, I'm going to get a photo. Kuroi ka, ka, okay, yeah. To post later of our bottle, our glass, and our delicious Japanese dark chocolate Kit Kats. I'm ready. I'm ready for ready this. I'm hungry because I haven't eaten, and I think oh, this is a good On the back of the package, it good says, job. good job with a thumbs up. That makes me feel good. You, you've done a good job. I have done a good job. I've earned this. You certainly have. Yeah, all right. Oh, Merdina was telling me earlier today, she, she knowing that we were going to do this, she went to brunch, and she just like... <laughs> Pigged out. I carbo-loaded. <laughs> carbo-loaded for this. Have you heard of people carbo-loading before, like, a, I don't know, a marathon or, yeah. or a triathlon or something? I did a little carbo-load in, in advance of the uh, whiskey tasting. Well, that makes sense because there's no carbs in whiskey. <laughs> there you go. So you got to get them from somewhere. All right. Have you tasted it? How, what do well, you think? It's really good on its own. So now mm. maybe. Oh, that's great. That's mm. a great pairing. Oh, it's just such a good candy bar. Yeah. Because it really is not sweet. It is an adult sweetness. 
I feel like that could be one of those HBO content warnings at the beginning. Adult sweetness. Adult sweetness. Or yeah. maybe a porn star's name. Adult it sweetness. Definitely sounds like yeah. it sounds very porny. Mm. Ooh, these taste good together. They do. I think I hit it back east photo. Not too sweet. Not too sweet. Adult sweetness. Mm. I'm having the rest of mine because it's so good. Mm. I'm hoping that we... Where did you get this? What what method did you use to acquire this? Cost plus world market. Okay. That should be relatively accessible for people in many cities in the U.S. I'm thinking also if you um, Googled... Japanese dark chocolate Kit Kat. Yeah. I bet Amazon or somebody would ship it to you. Well, let me do some extensive research on that, AKA. This is so good. I would eat this all the time. Adult sweetness. <laughs> but um, Cost Plus World Market is pretty fun for restocking the candy cabinet. You can I, buy them on Amazon. Oh, well, there you go. All right, there you so go. So everyone can get Amazon. Uh, that's right, I think. And if you're in Japan, oh. presumably you just walk to your corner vending machine. Falling from the skies. <laughs> well, I've heard that there are um, dozens of exotic Kit Kat flavors in Japan. Are you aware of this at all? Uh, a bit. I mean, when I live there, no. Okay. But this is a new yeah, thing. green tea, and there's a, there's a number. I've of them. heard the green tea is mm -hmm. really good. Yeah, it's very mild. It's adult sweetness as well. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, there needs to be surely. more adult sweetness choices. <laughs> that is not an American thing at all. Most, I, I would say the vast majority of American candy is designed with children with very little pocket money in mind. Right, they just want to maximize the sugar hit. It's just super sweet, super obvious, and cheap. That's right? true, that's true. Like, Which could um, also be a porn. Super obvious niche. and cheap. <laughs> you know, there's times when it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what you want. want. You know. What are you gonna do? Yeah, that's I can't like, deny it. It's it's funny. The, um, I had a house guest over the weekend, mm -hmm. and um, he went to get a beverage out of my refrigerator. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of it's it's a functional fridge. Yes, but it is not a glamorous fridge. It's 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 a little bit older. It's fine, but when you open glamorous up glamorous fridge, I, <laughs> I you know what? What does that even mean? I will know I've made it when you have, I have a glamorous, glamorous fridge. fridge. I want it I don't to even be know just what that would mean, because so. when it would be just rows of like yogurt. Oh, so it's and, the and contents of the fridge. Water. Oh, I see. It's not the fridge. I'm thinking like what? And kind maybe of... it talks to me. Hey. I open it up and it says, "Hello, Mardina." Hi, Mardina. Like Kit from uh, Knight Rider. You look beautiful. <laughs> would you like a yogurt? It's like you flatterer. Come on, <laughs> a refrigerator. You've got to make your flattery more credible, because then when you say something. I'll believe it and okay. take it on board. Example, please. Example. Um, so you have to, here's what it comes down to. You need to understand that the refrigerator actually knows you, oh. understands your quirks, yes. and still admires you. Oh, that's good. Right? I would like that. that, that that's right. So, so, for example, if the refrigerator said something like, I noticed you, you kind of went for it on brunch yesterday. <laughs> That's not like you, though. And so I think you should have a Kit Kat adult sweetness this afternoon. Because, you know, you're such a healthy eating person. Right. You'd, you'd be like, yes, I am, refrigerator. You, you know me so well. Thank you, glamorous refrigerator. That's right. That's right. You, but you see what I'm saying. I do, totally. If yeah, the refrigerator said to you every day, Would you like a you're just yogurt? impeccable, you know, like yeah. you just, you'd be like, you know it's what? Not, it's I, not true. I don't believe you. It needs to be more accurate. More accurate. It kind of sees my flaws, but, yes. it, but it loves me anyway. Yeah, yeah. Your flaws are just part of the charm. Right. And in fact, in a way, can become part of the compliment itself. That's right. And yes. then when when the other stuff comes in there, it's just like blows your mind. It's incredible. So I someone needs to work on that technology. We have our new startup for idea for glamorous refrigerator. Yes. Okay. Back to my original story. Mm -hmm. My house guest opens a fridge, mm. and um, one thing my fridge does is it has like the deli drawer, and it's like not balanced, so oh, it, it slides out. It's like you know, you've like been a ghost. to my house. Yes. it does. So as soon as you open the fridge, the drawer just slides yeah, it's out. Like we, it's like it's offering you something. And, and it's my, a little bit like a little cheeky. It's almost like a it's winking at you. Like, and would my you like some ham? Said, Oh, is it supposed to do that? Is that is that a feature? Like it automatically opens? And I was like, yeah, no, it's just kind of broken. And then I thought, wait a minute, I clearly should lean into this yes. and pretend it's a feature. Because right now that drawer has like mm -hmm. cheese sticks, mm -hmm. chives, and sour cream in it. Yeah, that, that, that ain't not, fresh. It's not no, sexy. That's not sexy. No, yeah. it's really not. But what if I stocked it with Snickers bars and like little uh, mini bar sized bottles of vodka? 
So you go to open the fridge. It's a specific kind of night that you're you're suggesting. And the, the drawer just presents itself. <laughs> it's like MDMA and, I am, and glitter. I am for you. <laughs> <laughs> MDMA and glitter. And, and maybe a Snickers bar. I like how my fantasy drawer just contains Snickers and, and vodka, vodka, which just speaks to a lot of like, I don't know, hotel mini bar experiences I've had yeah. on, on my own. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas yours went like well, I was, 800 levels up I don't to see why you can't, MDMA and, and uh, glitter. glitter. Like body glitter, obviously. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why you can't have all four things in the drawer. You know? That's beautiful. You, you just, really could. in little rows. What a night. What a night <laughs> that would be. Um, yeah, it's, like it's kind of like your refrigerator is flirting with you when you open it. Yeah, only bit. it's flirting with me with like cheddar cheese sticks. Cheese sticks? Cheese? Like, cheese ain't sexy, I don't baby. want cheese. All right, refrigerator. I Lamb love you. Fridge. I love you, refrigerator, but that ain't sexy. No. no. Although for some people, it might be the sexiest thing imaginable. <laughs> like, Maybe oh yeah, you some, know me. I mean, they let's say they did not drink all day long. <laughs> <laughs> they, they went to work. They did their very important job. Moving the American economy mm-hmm, forward, mm-hmm. one you know, lurching forward one, one step at a time, of products at a time. Right, sure. <laughs> and then they come home. It's seven o'clock. What what do people do when they come home? They, they eat cheese sticks they and They open chives. the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hello, cheese sticks. Oh yeah, sprinkle that, some chives on those cheese sticks. That might be the best moment they've had. This is the te- hold on a second. <laughs> this is the technology that we really need. I can't okay. believe that. Given all the surveillance and tracking that that's being done now, mm-hmm. that this isn't possible. Mm-hmm. That <clears throat> when you open when you open your refrigerator and that drawer slides out slides out seductively. Yes. That it has in it what it knows you want. Oh. Based on your internet history. This is going back to what you were saying earlier yes. about how your glamorous refrigerator knows, knows you, you in a right. really deep way. Mm-hmm. Right, because think about it. The internet knows what you did all exactly. day. They exactly. know how much you work. Right. They know the sites you visited. Yep. Mm-hmm. They know where you went for lunch. That's right. They know everything. They know everything. So they could theoretically figure out the exact things that need to be in that tempting drawer. That's right. That seductive drawer. Or maybe it's not always seductive. No, maybe it's not. You're right. It's, it might it's just got be like cantaloupe and yeah. uh, uh, and a, a, a box of uh, I don't know multivitamins, multivitamins, <laughs> sleeping pills, <laughs> right. and a and a, uh, a dirty dancing DVD. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the, because because it knows that you still watch DVDs. You're like, here's the DVD. Here's your red box. <laughs> red yes. box just delivers it 3D prints That's in right. the back. And it gives you your Dirty Dancing DVD with your cantaloupe balls. Man, that, balls that's, that's a different night from the MDMA and glitter and well, not vodka. Not every and night can be that's, MDMA That might glitter. be the night after the MDMA and glitter. Right, it's just cantaloupe right. balls. and. Now it's Monday night. Yeah. You went into work in the morning. There was no coffee. Mm. And you wrote your listicles. Mm-hmm. And like the deli lost your order, so you didn't get lunch. And the listicle would be like 10 things you do when there's no coffee in the office. <laughs> Ten ways to survive. Your, your editor is like, Linda, enough with the no coffee right. listicles. We get it. This is Linda doing this? Yeah. Oh, Linda's, Linda's the typical, editor. Typical. <laughs> typical. Karen. Classic Linda. She reports to Karen. Karen. That's a thing, right? On the internet. Karen now, what? is this and that. Suddenly, Karen is like, poor. I feel bad for the women out there actually named Karen. Are there any women under the age of about 50? I, I'm serious. I mean, okay, they what's were, wrong with n- being n- over the name nothing, 50 n- n- and being nothing named at all. Karen? Nothing at all. She's working in HR. She forgot to get the copy and she's sorry. I, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being a person named Karen or over 50, obviously. I am neither, so I can't really speak to these things. That's true. There's nothing wrong with it. But I'm just, I just feel like this is one of those names that has trended down. In fact, I could do some heavy duty internet research to see the trend on the name the, Karen, the real history quick. of the name Karen on yes. the internet in the uh-huh. last I'm few do, years. I'm going to do well, that right now. I remember, and this has been a while. A while ago, people using the name Betty as sort of an all-purpose catch-all. I don't know type of person. Betty. And then there were Betty, and then there were Beckys. But Becky came and went, and now Karen seems to be getting all the right. all the pressure. Okay, here we go. I'm going to tell you the history of the name Karen. Right. You ready? Okay. He's doing a so I'm doing deep Google yeah. search. Yeah. Okay, so Karen. Karen. Seriously peaked in the year. You want to guess the year? Where uh, Karen peaked? 
Oh, as as the as year the, they as were born. Yeah, the year they were born. I don't know, 1950. No one was no one was named Karen before about 1920. That oh, name basically got, didn't got exist. invented. Yeah. What was the peak? I guess 1950. I have no idea. I think it that must be about 1949. Ooh, I'm it was good. the 16th most popular name in 1949. What so a good guesser. Karen, peak Karen, mm-hmm. is now 70 years old. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but then. She sounds nice. Yeah, but even as recently as even as recently as um, people were still using it. A lot of Karens. In it the was 60s, pretty yeah. popular even in the sixties. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh! Actually, I 70s. take it back. In the seventies, in the sixties, Karen was the fourth most popular name, but there were more names being. There were given. just oh okay yeah. right. There was there was less ubiquity. But way of the names. fewer Karens being distributed sure. in the thing. So now though. It's got to be close it's just to virtually zero. no Karens. Who would name their baby Karen? Karen I'll, I'll tell you the, the the era of Karens really ended in the in the eighties. Really, by the nineties, there's nobody. It was just done. No, no Karens yeah, out there. Yeah, poor Karen. And the other name I she was replaced by Brittany and Caitlin. That's and true. People yeah. like that. Yeah, that was that's a, those are very nineties names. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Merdina is a name. Let's for check. Should we ages. check Merdina? Yeah, it's a classic name. Yeah, sure. It's got everything, really. It's a name to aspire to. Oh, there's <laughs> literally no yeah. results. How, how can that be? There's I mean, no, we know at least I'm one. The so one you mean, I'm the only Merdina. one named Merdina. Um, Jesus, let's see. Jesus is, you know, Jesus. No, nothing hold for on, Jesus? Yeah, yeah, hold on. What are you yeah. doing? I think you're doing it wrong. Uh, how, has never ranked among the top 1,000 names in America. What? That can't be true. Apparently it's true. Like that was a big Hispanic name. I mean, still. I know Maybe there was an explosion of this name right around zero <laughs> <laughs> in Judea, in, in that general area. Smaller population, though. So true, so no Not doubt. so hard to break through no, percentage-wise. No, no, that, that, yeah. you're right. That, that was a, a different kind of challenge in sure, those days. Sure, sure. Going, you know, going triple platinum. The, the other name I see getting um, sort of uh, being heat? sort of... Getting heat. Getting heat, being representative of a type of person, mm. Brad. Brad mm-hmm. being the kind of quintessential white bro. Bro douche. Yeah. Little bro douche. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. I mean Karen. I nobody's mad at Karen. Well, no, that's true. You know, she's just she's just working over there. She's doing her thing. Coffee. She's reliable. Yeah, but no one really likes her. Well, they might like her. That's not true. Do they invite her to drink? Sure, because it would be fun if Karen came once in a while. I'd like to see Karen get cut, cut loose. loose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about What's Linda? Oh no, Linda's secret. <laughs> Linda's a secret freak. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, she is just out of here. Five forty-five every gone. day. She's just gone. And nobody tracks. knows where she is between five forty-five and nine o'clock the next morning. <laughs> and it's probably best that we don't know. And yet, I get those emails: two a.m., three a.m., four a.m. Auto send. More. <laughs> she's she's, she, those she's, she's queuing yeah. up those mm-hmm. the, the complaints about my listicle yeah. topics. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you you just. You just, just just because it's bothering you doesn't mean we need five listicles about it. Is the thing right? Like it just doesn't. It's not that I, big of a I deal. I am ready to admit that ninety nine reasons why, you know, Linda sucks. That's about ninety reasons too many. <laughs> was not the nicest. No, it wasn't. Nice. I've written. No, but some of them were funny. Yeah, Seventy three, for example, was hilarious. <laughs> I really built up to that one. Tupperware, just Tupperware. <laughs> Lunch every day in Tupperware. I, you know, yeah. And not and classic Tupperware. Right. Not generically plastic No, she things. bought that in the 70s. In the 70s, that it's sort of pea green. Earth tone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's too much. It's stained. It's too much. It's stained with four decades of tomato sauce. <laughs> and hamburger helper. It's terrible. Um, that's right. So, Linda, so, but still, I mean, I, I think Linda's, you know, God bless her for doing what she wants. She's living best life. Linda style. That's right. We've we've traveled away we, from we Nika coffee grain whiskey. Oh uh, well, I think this is the journey that Nika <laughs> wanted us to go on uh, all along. This this is a journey that's built into the experience. So um, not so much Linda and Karen, but just wherever it takes you, right? Somehow I'm trying to picture corn yeah. in Japan, and it's like a I don't know. It's a weird corn in disconnect Japan for me. Corn in Japan. Yeah, uh, they probably don't grow it in Japan. Oh, well, that's why I can't picture it. Uh, well, there's a little bit of everything everywhere. You could write, you could quote me on that. Okay. There's a little bit of everything everywhere. I'm writing it down. Yeah, I'm going to write it down. On the chart. Underneath my chart. There's a, say it again. There's Slower, a little bit. I'm a little drunk. That's part of, that's because we drank all this whiskey. 
There's a little bit of everything everywhere. So, now, this is interesting. Seriously, they're getting the corn elsewhere? Where probably. are they buying it from? They're probably buying think? it from uh, somewhere else in Asia or America. Could be. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, I was saying Hokkaido up in the north of Japan is kind of the Midwest of Japan. Not physically, but they have things like ranges of cows and things like that. So maybe they grow a little bit of corn. But it wouldn't be hard to import, you know, enough corn to make some whiskey every now and then. You know? I do know. Sorry, I've been busy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Working on my... That is uh, beautiful work you've done on that chart. It's, um, I have I have the handwriting of a very bright nine-year-old girl. <laughs> but you didn't dot any eyes, uh, you didn't dot any eyes with, with hearts. Oh, I could do. Yeah. Hold on. I think you, you I know, you might as well. That. Yeah. Whiskey... <laughs> That just really adds something to, to whiskey with the little hearts. Oh, and a star. Okay. Um, oh, listen, I have an announcement to make. Let's hear it. You ready? Yeah. Merdina and I are doing a live event <gasps> coming up soon. Wow. It's we called, are? We are. Okay. You know this. <laughs> Should I know about this? I think, that, I think that you do know about this. Okay. But it's funny to pretend thought, that you don't. I thought, no, I, I'm actually not sure what you're talking about. I, aren't we going to a uh, thing? Oh, we are going to a thing. We're going to a we thing. We have two things to announce. Oh, my gosh. The first thing is that you can join me and Merdina at the Scotch Malt Whiskey Society tasting on September 3rd here in Los Angeles. That sounds so fun. There is a Scottish bar. Uh, in uh, Glendale, basically. Glendale, which is right... Actually, no, it's in L.A. Um, called Tamashanter. The Scotch Malt Whiskey Society, for those of you who don't know, is fantastic. I'm really thrilled to be a member of it. Is this national? It's all over the world. Oh, cool. It's based in Scotland. Oh. Uh, and there's a tasting there. So September 3rd, maybe we'll put the link on Twitter uh, again. Uh, come join us. We It's a great night of tasting excellent whiskeys. And also, Merdina and I tend to get a little crazy we're when we're at these pretty fun to yeah, hang out with that's right so if you happen to live in la and you're listening to this i don't know who you are but come, you know just let come. us know just come. come hang out with us you could totally actually don't let us. us know just crash or just show or up show up i'll carry my crown royal candy bag oh you'll know who we are that's how you can find us you'll know who we are we'll be the ones having the most fun that's right which is actually true because we're we're, we're kind mm-hmm. of a good time wherever we go mm-hmm. wouldn't you agree with that mm-hmm. yeah we that's have a good the time. you know that's why the, when the drawer slides out for me it's <laughs> MDMA and glitter. I mean, I don't even need that. Just give me my Snickers and my little vodka, and I'm set. But when you put it all together, it's really good. The other thing we're going to do, and we're going to talk more about this on the next episode, but we are going to do a live version of this podcast this sometime soon. And we 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 haven't announced dates or places or anything like that, but it's a drink with me live, the drinking, the drinking, the drinking. Very and we want you there. You'll, you're going to not only hear us record. You're, like, you're giving me stage fright, though. Well, like my heart rate is increasing just as you that speak about might it. Might be the whiskey, though. <laughs> you think? I, it might be. Um, and not only will you hear us talk about it just as we are now, but you're also drinking with us. How fun is that? It's going to be, be really fun. I mean, it would be like you had friends. Except you will have friends <laughs> because you're going to be there with other people. We will be your friends. That's right. That's right. You can sit with us, drink with us, have some candy, have some laughs. Oh, oh, there's going to be whiskey and candy pairings, of yeah, course. Well, obviously, you're going to tell me the lineup. Yeah. And I'm going to pick some fantastic It's going to candies. be great. It's, it's going to be, be great. Delicious. Just make sure you carbo load on your way. Oh, you got to carbo load. Get a, sn- get a snack burger. Uh, stop for French toast. Just some wheat. It doesn't matter what. Just carbs. <laughs> that's all. That's Just, all you, you know, uh, a, Just a, a tub of Quaker Oats. Right. You could just wedge that, you know, between your knees while driving and just And just handful- face plant. <laughs> like a feed bag. Like a feed bag. <laughs> exactly. It's a feed bag that you need. Oh, I have one more announcement. Oh, wow. You're full of I'm announcements. I'm full of announcements. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, we're going to add a new section to the podcast. What? Yeah. I, I actually didn't tell Merdina this because I just thought of it earlier today. <laughs> so you've got your history. You've got your candy pairing. What else is there? Well, we're going to do a new section called What We're Drinking. Okay. So we're not going to drink these whiskeys. Oh. Or talk, we're going to talk about things we've been, we have been drinking recently. But we're not going to drink them on the air. We could, I suppose. I mean, I There's like, nothing to stop I like it. drinking I know. Things. That's true. Um, <laughs> that's certainly true. What okay, did it, give me an example. Lay it on me. About halfway through, we're going to stop and do the What We're Drinking segment. Okay. And we're going to talk about two or three whiskeys that we've had over the last week or two. Oh. And just recommend them. 
Okay, so it could be callbacks. Could be callbacks. Or could something be new, things. new we've discovered. Yeah, it could be anything. Fun. And in fact, if you have a whiskey, if you're a distiller and you have a whiskey you'd like us to, to uh, sample so that we can talk about it during the What We're Drinking segment, send it our way and oh, we will drink great. and uh, talk about it. I would love to discover some new. Yeah. I think we all do this, right? I fall into the habit yep. of drinking my favorite go-tos. Mm-hmm. I know I like them. I know exactly where they are on the shelf. Mm-hmm. So I just drink the same five or six whiskeys right. over and over. Right. It would be fun to branch out yeah. to try something new. And we will, we were, we're going to be really promiscuous when it comes to, to this. We're going to drink whatever anyway. Yeah, always. Um, <laughs> We're, we're going to drink whatever anybody... We're going to come up with our own ideas, but if you have one you want us to try, we're going to try it. We're going to talk about it. Give us some suggestions. Like yeah. something. It could be something wacky or yeah. something small or, you know what? It could be something super mainstream. That's okay, too. That's okay, too. Yeah. And if you yourself, if your company produces one, send it to us and we'll drink it and we'll talk about it. I would do that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Can I get free candy out of this somehow, too? And if you have candy, send us the candy. <laughs> This has devolved into just us asking you to send us candy. You know, really, the candy, though, I wanna, I'm, I'm always on the hunt for good candy. I Every just, store I go to, I'm like, where's the candy aisle? Uh, Let I, me see what I can all find. All right, this is going to, I'm just going to, as we come to a close, I just want to stop and say that if anyone would like to send Merdina candy, <laughs> and I know some of you probably do want to send Merdina candy, you can. And if you do, she will eat it, and well, she will like it. Yeah, I mean... Especially adult sweetness. Right. Which is, I, yeah. Yeah, her, yeah. So uh, anyone out there who just feels the need to send Merdina candy, you can. That's all I'm saying. Or just, you know, tweet at me a recommendation. No. They need to send you candy. <laughs> oh, come on. I mean, they can't expect you to go to the store and buy the candy. You only do like three things a day. That's true. So one of them can't be go Number get candy. Number one, take care of the goats. That's, Number two, ride a, a listicle. Lot. Number three. Number three. See what the glamour drawer serves to be. Uh, then you can just go from the there. Um, however, I will say that as a as an addition to your your cabinet, Nika coffee grain whiskey is pretty good. It is pretty good. I will tell you though that unlike my original thought on this, which I realized earlier today wasn't quite right. This is not your. This is not the substitute for the inaccessible Hakushu Yamazaki Japanese whiskeys. This is just a nice one to have. I'm going to find that for you. We're going to do that again sometime soon. We're going to do another Japanese whiskey, uh, and that'll all be good. But very tasty. Yes. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm going to finish my glass here after we sign off. All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. Merdina, kanpai. Kanpai. Some men take delight in the drinking and the roving, but others take delight in the gambling and the smoking. But I take delight in the juice of the barley and courting pretty Jenny in the morning, bright and early. For sure, ring dum a doo a da. What for the daddy all? What for the daddy all? There's whiskey in the jar. Mushering dum a doo dum a da. What for the daddy all? What for the daddy all? There's whiskey in the jar.